0: Connor ISD student support services podcast I wasn't prepared for this
1: Did we scare you, you guys are so
0: <laughs> we hope to bring you timely and helpful advice and ideas throughout the school year oh, and we have a special guest with us today Denise Griffin I'm so excited to be here thank you guys for inviting me <laughs> well absolutely yeah, I mean you're you're part of the you're part of us it's about time you're here
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Um, So, we all just came back from time with family, our chosen family.
2: Uh, No matter how you spent your time away from school, you were bound to have experienced a crucial or awkward conversation with someone, young (laughs) or old. What
1: tough moments can you share about? Denise? I had a recent one with a family member. She was telling us about these thousands of dollars she was sending to someone that, and it sounded like a scam, and so I was asking questions like, oh, tell me more, and you could see it it obviously made this family member very defensive, and then I just kind of said okay, and then let it go because I didn't know what else to say, and I knew I was making it worse by asking all the questions, so mm. it was very, very awkward, very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah
0: that yeah that's yeah. awkward anytime maybe. it comes to money and family mm-hmm. yes that immediately yes. makes for a nasty stew of absolutely awkward conversation absolutely. but hopefully the questions made her you know reflect a little bit even if she didn't want to reflect with you maybe that's what i'm hoping <sighs> for. on her own mm-hmm. Yeah, positive spin on that yeah. yes thanks i'm thinking there was no resolution <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> maybe one day we'll circle go back to it but We're that was not the, okay. that <laughs> is
0: not the
2: moment that was not the moment what about you Lindsay? Um, Okay, so mine is actually a professional um, conversation, and I'm probably turning red even talking about this right now because I was mortified. But I was in (laughs) a meeting, and, you know, I really wasn't appreciating the way the conversation was going, and apparently I showed that on my face. Um, And so then I, you know, received an email after, like, you know, thanks for being there. I'm sorry if I was... Annoying you, and I felt terrible because I was feeling annoyed with the conversation that was happening, not with the person. But then I had to tell on myself because I'm rule follower, so I immediately called Denise <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I just got this email. Apparently, I was looking annoyed. I believe it. I I need to work on it. So I told her that I'm going to fix my face. That's my goal. And she said, "That's a great goal. <laughs> so,
0: okay, there I am. yeah. Well, how's it going? Your face looks great today. Great, yes, thanks. great. You're things. doing a wonderful job thus far. Working on. It. Do we need to have a code word for <laughs> fix your
2: face? Yeah, maybe, maybe the people in the production room can. Okay, do it. That flash like you a sign face. over there.
1: <laughs> I'll just lean back and <laughs> go like this.
0: Well, I, I, I whatever I think of an awkward moment, I'm thinking of my own kids. Um, I mean, there's always so many awkward things when you know you, you're dealing with kids who are siblings. That you know, constant crucial conversations, but. Recently, my daughter, um, that she's eight and my son is 10, and so they like to sleep together still. And so the I've overheard their conversation lately and my son, who's older, has become really bossy with her and every morning, it's very rigid routine in my house, beds have to be made every morning, he has started telling her, Ava, go make my bed. Mm-hmm. Ava, go make my bed. And it's agitating because it's very bossy and why is she making his bed? So I brought him in and I, you know, questioned and was like, why is this happening? Turns out older brother had scammed younger sister into a negotiation, which is not a negotiation. It, It is unfair that if she sleeps in his bed, that she has to keep his room clean and she has to do all of the tidying in his room for him. Um, brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant. No, not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but brilliant. So it wasn't a tough conversation for me. More so, it was me facilitating yeah. between them. This is a situation that this is that is not okay, mm-hmm. and you guys need to figure out how to make this right. Like, yes, if she sleeps in your room, you can set up a standard or some boundaries, right? But you can't run all over her. And then Ava. Stand up for yourself and say this is unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Have you seen my room, brother? It is now a mess because <laughs> I've been doing yours, and that's not okay. So that's my tough conversation. That and putting pepperoncinis in the roast. <laughs> yes. I do that, and it's a thing. It's, it's delicious. delicious. Okay, green pepperocchini. Yes.
1: No. Sorry. Oh. Mm. Mm.
0: Okay. We'll, we'll have We're to Shutting down a this conversation. Shut it down right <laughs> <Okay>, now. <laughs> so, so so
2: let's figure out how to have productive conversations. Okay. When they're crucial,
1: instead of just shutting them down, right? Even okay. I know you're wrong about the. I know exactly why you guys had me come on this. Okay. and It's because I am so bad at them.
0: You say you're so bad at them, but you're not. Uh, you're a very empathetic listener. Yes. Ab- yes. You're good at finding common ground. Mm-hmm. And as I'm talking, I'm hearing myself give some of, our, of some of our points. So. So notes? good lead in so, Thank you. Well, we first of all, this episode is called "It's a Hard Knock Life" for us. Because, let's get real, raise your hand if you've ever had an awkward conversation. Of course, look at us. And you listening, I'm sure you're driving in your car and you just raised your hand. Because it's you too. It happens for everybody. We, we, as humans, thrive on connections with others and it's bound to go wrong sometimes. So it's hard. Um, But whenever we are in conflict with others, sometimes we feel like we can't find a way out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it feels like... Why? How did I get here? Why am I still here? And how do I get out of here? Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes you're the person on the other side of the table who's the pushy one, wanting to continue the conversation, mm-hmm. knowing the other person's not in it with you. Mm-hmm. Both are equally, you know, undesirable. Yeah. So whenever we enter into a tough conversation, there's three things that we usually do. The Crucial Conversations book says. Yeah. Do you want to know what those are? I'll tell you, and you tell me if you think if you've done this. Okay, avoid them altogether. That is not me.
1: (laughs) That is absolutely me. It is. Yes. Well,
0: with your story. You started to ask
1: the questions, and then you were like, "I'm just gonna stop." And then I'm gonna go away. I, I I need to try, and then I need to circle back. Okay, but I definitely sometimes try to avoid them avoid it, even when I know I have to have it.
0: You don't avoid it. You oh said? no,
2: I am the I am the bossy one on the other side of the table. We are going to talk about this. We're talking about this right okay. now.
0: It so the like other thing we do is we face them poorly. That's me. <laughs>
2: You were gonna relate to that. Do you, you think sometimes. it's you don't you don't face it well? I, I think sometimes I face things well. I think I'm pretty self aware. Yeah. But sometimes when I'm well, like you said, you have to fix your face first. Right? Yes. Sometimes when I'm feeling very passionate about something, I can handle things poorly.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Because
0: you get all heated in the moment, right? It, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other thing we do is we handle them well.
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Working on it. Yeah, working Work on in it. progress, for sure. I think
0: sure. I definitely have done all three of these things. And to be honest, it depends on who it is and, of course, what the topic is right. and how long I've had to think about it. Mm-hmm. The longer okay. I stew on it and think I am not the circle backer. Okay. Because I ponder and contemplate and just dig my heels in and it gets worse. I overanalyze and really find really good reasons why I'm
1: right, the more time I have to think about it. Well... I have definitely done that, Okay, because especially I find that with my husband, Mm -hmm. like the more, because we will have a fight, and then we will not get it resolved, and then I have days to think about it, and then I'm like, I should have said this, I should have said this, I should have said this, Mm -hmm. but in my work, Mm -hmm. I find myself... be just doing it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Like I will, I have to stop and wait Mm -hmm. and really plan my conversation and then I can circle back to it.
0: It's interesting you say that. I think we definitely have, I do, a work self and a home self. And I think maybe it's how we're invested in those relationships Mm -hmm. are different. What the relationship is based upon and what it's built on is different.
2: Yeah, I think so too. And I think like with my home life when I'm in a situation like this needs to be resolved right now or I can't function like I can't move past I, can't, it. I can't move past
0: it I don't want to hang on to this yes. I
2: want to I want it to be better but yeah. at work I will get really upset about something and I might handle it poorly but then the more or I won't have a conversation
0: about it and the more I sit on it I'm like
2: I don't really care that much about that. I don't really care that much about <laughs> like, that. It'll
0: be fine. Huh? Like, we'll figure it out. So whenever you're in a tough conversation, there's two things Like usually you feel. You either feel like you're trying to keep it open and moving, or you feel like you want to shut it down. Have you ever been in a conversation that it was like, we're done with this? I'm done with this conversation. Have you ever heard those words mm-hmm. or said them? I'm done with this conversation. Them, I have. Oh, so many times. I've heard I'm that. Just, I'm the I'm done person who I want to keep this. going, but
2: my husband's the total opposite. He'll be like, I just need a minute. And I'm like, well, now I'm even more mad. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said the magic <laughs> words, now we're done.
0: I need a minute, but that's going so nice. It. It's so much better than I'm not talking about this anymore or I'm done talking about this.
1: For me, it's when an insult, like when we start getting personal mm. or when, when it starts crossing that line of Mm -hmm. just complete and total disrespect and disregard Mm -hmm. for humanness i'm like that's it we're done we're done like this is unproductive yeah i'll have to circle back later
0: unproductive so whenever you find yourself in a moment when you think okay this could be that conversation that needs to be had Mm -hmm. are there times when so we said we either avoid them or we face them whether it's done well or not done well right whenever you when is it that you step in or lean into the conversation versus avoid it. Like When is it that you think, okay, I need to do this?
2: When emotions
0: are high. Okay. Or if it's something that really matters to me. So when it matters. Yeah, when it's important.
2: You know, work or personal.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so when it matters and when your emotions are high, and obviously whenever you and that person have differing opinions on something, that's why Mm -hmm. you're in the conversation in the first place. Yep. Okay. So there are some exercises that you can do to make yourself you know, work on having better conversations.
1: I need to absolutely hear these.
0: So I'm just going to list the exercises. They're pretty self-explanatory, right? I'm not going to tell you how to do them. You can look that up if you need to, but we are going to play a game with one of them. But first, here's the
1: exercises. First, you need to know your conversations. I know exactly what that means. Tell me, what do you think that means? So I, I'm just getting so personal today. That's what <laughs> this is. I know. I'm, I mean, just, I'm thinking about it's like. conversation. It sounds like my husband and I argue all the time, which is really not the case. <laughs> but when I think about conversations, because, I mean, you guys are so wonderful all the time. I hardly ever have oh, to have them at work. Oh, thank you. <laughs> How wonderful. But at home, <laughs> we will, I will bring up a subject and I will be, we need to resolve this subject and then he will throw something in and I will then turn and now, oh, now we're on this. Mm-hmm. Now you oh. just said this and now my focus is turned to the next thing he said mm-hmm. and then it just snowballs and it's over. So mm-hmm. I have to say, nope, I'm not gonna address that because this is my purpose. Mm-hmm. I have to get to this place in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, mm-hmm. not insults, but mm-hmm. what things come up where it's to determine. Oh, okay, so it's like, it's like your triggers. Attention, so, yes. It's like your
0: conversational triggers whenever what is it for you? What are those things for you that you are going to go to every time if they come up? Like I will not pass. Yes. I will not pass go. Yes. I will handle. I will dig deep into this.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's what I don't know. That that's the actual exercise. That it, from I, the think thought, it, I think. I
0: think it. Well, it. In order, the exercise would be in order to know your conversations. Mm-hmm. You have to self reflect and think. What are those things? What are my triggers? What are my um, what are the hills I'm willing to die
1: on? Right, and what might derail me, mm-hmm. and don't get derailed. Mm-hmm. Just right. know this is the purpose in the conversation, mm-hmm. and I have to stick to it no matter if any of those You know, it's funny about that, really. thinking
0: about classrooms or just anybody, if you have triggers, you can guarantee the people closest to you or the people who are around you a lot, which we spent a lot of hours with our students, yep. um, they know your triggers too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like, you need to know what your triggers are so that they don't get your goat. Yes. Okay. So the other exercise, or another one, is monitor yourself. So to me, I think that's more of like in the moment, kind of like fix your face. Yes. How am I presenting right now? No matter what conversation I'm in, am I keeping the dialogue open, or am I paraverbally shutting it down? Mm -hmm. The words coming out of my mouth may sound very open to the conversation, but my face looks Mm -hmm. like I ain't having it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, uh, Another one would be finding mutual purpose. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Yeah. Whenever you come in with differing opinions, Mm -hmm. you have to work to find a mutual purpose in the conversation. Why are we doing this together?
2: I think most people that enter
0: those difficult
2: conversations, you do want to resolve it and Mm -hmm. have a good ending in the end where we can Mm -hmm. still have conversations or mm-hmm. be friends or your student feels safe and supported and mm-hmm. you feel like they understand you as well so you know I think in the end mm-hmm. there is a mutual purpose
0: of all so conversation. I was listening to you say that and I'm thinking so it a crucial conversation is a conversation where you're like you said you're invested in the outcome and you want the best for both people yes. an yeah. argument however
1: mm-hmm.
0: is when you just
1: are there to prove your point
0: right I'm trying to be right that's I'm trying to great, be right great point mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's a crucial conversation is a conversation it's yes. not an argument mm-hmm. and if you find yourself in an argument that's when you know you're not mm-hmm. you're not finding mutual purpose yes. okay. and sometimes it's hard in the classroom too like even if it's
2: a four-year-old you know mm-hmm. yeah sometimes you do. You have your stories and then you get worked up and your triggers and then mm-hmm. next thing you know you're arguing with a with a
1: four-year-old. With four right. year old right. or they have a need mm-hmm. but you don't have time for their need at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so you move that along mm-hmm. to where sometimes we need to take a step back and say, Let's find a mutual purpose. This child has a need. Mm-hmm. I have to see the human mm-hmm. in that and mm-hmm. not just get my needs met, which is we gotta move right. this lesson mm-hmm. along. Right, mm-hmm. not just d- don't be present selfishly. Yep. Be
0: present for everybody involved. Yep. So some of the other ones before we play our game are keep it safe, so uh, you know I think that's self-explanatory. Yep. Make everyone feel included and safe in the matter. Um, and then this one's hard for me, but master your story. So know your story. Mm-hmm know your conversations, mm-hmm. know your triggers, but master your story. So don't get caught up with your self-narrative. Yeah. The book Crucial Conversations says, if you find the story you're telling yourself, the role you play is either the victim, the villain, mm-hmm. or helpless, mm-hmm. then you are telling yourself a story mm-hmm. and you need to check the facts yeah. because life is more dynamic than that. And mm-hmm. you are never just one of those things in a situation. And is it Brene Brown who says to start your conversation with
2: the
1: story I'm telling myself is... Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. Yes. I have led into a conversation that way because all night I'll be thinking they looked at me this way or they said something or this happened Mm -hmm. and then... I make up my own story mm-hmm. and so I've started a crucial conversation by mm-hmm. saying so hey the story I'm telling myself is that you said this because I did this mm-hmm. and then you felt this way can we talk about this mm-hmm. is that really you know is this just a story I'm telling myself or is was that reality mm-hmm. so that is a great sentence stem yeah that's a really good one because
0: then that yeah. puts it back on you and and it's not you made exactly. me feel or yeah. you said and that it's this is this is how I'm interpreting yes. the facts, and I need you to know where I'm at. That's coming to the table with open mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, vulnerability. Vulnerability.
2: Are we ready to play our game? Let's play our game.
0: Okay. So the game. Ready, Denise? Yes. You're playing, and then you're playing, Denise and Lindsay, not versus each other because that would be <laughs> an argument. So playing openly to have a conversation that okay. shares mutual purpose. The game is called. I'm done with this conversation. The aim of the game is not to say that. The aim of the game is to find mutual purpose, to know your story, to master your story, to keep it safe for the other person and to keep the dialogue open, to find a resolution in the end, mm-hmm. if there is one, okay. okay? You may bookmark the conversation if you need to, to circle back, okay, okay. that's your only out. We might have to bookmark this. Okay. Just so you know, that's the code for this isn't going well. We need a new game, a new new round. Okay. Okay. So you're Denise. You're going to draw one of these cards from the middle of the pile, and you're going to going to begin a conversation
1: with Lindsay. Okay. Lindsay, talk to me about how you feel about daylight savings time. But she's supposed to have a stance, or I'm supposed to have
2: a stance first. You're in the game. Okay. I'm invisible this is a great conversation to be having right now because um, we just had daylight savings time happen mm-hmm. and it has been destroying my life. My children wake up at about 6 a.m. but they don't go to bed any earlier and um, it's really hard to have zero minutes <laughs> to yourself in a day. And then when i am when come home and it's dark, I just don't wanna do anything. I'm done for the day, so.
1: Yeah, I can I can completely see how that would be hard. Not only because you're having to deal with children getting up and not having that time to yourself, but then the darkness, the darkness is difficult. Mm -hmm. I don't know, there is a benefit of daylight savings time though. Um, I can't for the life of me think of what it is because (laughs) it probably happened a hundred years ago (laughs) (laughs) on the farm, but I'm sure there's, there's pros
0: and cons. Okay, pause the game. I feel like in this first round, you both are entering the conversation already agreeing on the topic. Yes. Yes. So So is this a conversation that would be a crucial conversation you would find yourself in? Remember, the qualifications are emotions are high, stakes are high, or opinions vary. Do either of those apply? Any of those apply to this scenario? I feel like we're very similar, so I feel like this is going to be pretty hard. It would be hard to play. It's going
2: to be hard to play this game because yes. I feel like, oh, hey, I things we So, need
0: to next round. That was our lead in. But okay. man, that dialogue was open. Y'all were really going somewhere. Side mm-hmm. note Did you know that I heard? I don't know this. This is a rumor. This is third party information. <laughs> I think daylight savings time will be no longer.
1: Oh, gosh. I keep hearing that every year. And did you hear it happens? That? Yes, but. Oh, I, that's been a
0: rumor? I feel like it has I thought been. it was a thing this year for real. I week. think it, yeah. I don't oh, know. We'll then. find out. If we're stuck in this time zone forever, oh then we gosh. know why. Okay. My hope's so. up. I'm not supposed to pick. Lindsay, you're supposed to pick. Okay. Okay. Remember, the point of the game is to know, is this a crucial conversation? Okay. So, Denise, I think that the best case, though, is some
1: torchies. Am I telling the honest truth? Yes. Right. Yeah. I also feel What? <laughs> Hey, Jesus so it's amazing. Man, we did not vet the oh the guacamole, the hot sauce in the middle, the uh, right. the chunks of the green chilies. I'm so this agree, this, I this, this is not a tough conversation know. because no. opinions do I not vary. Denise, go again. Why do we have to do this, <laughs> Lindsay? Mm. I do not understand why. I can't think of a good example. You're a kid. You're a kid in the classroom. Oh my gosh. Why do we have to learn Texas history when I can just Google it? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry Texans out there. I know. I I may have said it on purpose to just spark a little debate. But, why do we have to learn it? I can Google it. Well, you know, have you ever heard the phrase, history repeats itself? Yes.
2: Yeah. I suppose I have. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) if we don't understand history, we might be going into similar situations that were not good situations to start with. Um, So that's the reason why we learn history in general. But I've been in some seventh grade history classes recently and the storytelling abilities of some of those teachers, um, just the feeling behind it. Um, Have you ever been in a classroom where you're like, oh my gosh, I could just listen to you talk forever? And the information
1: you really soak it up because you're invested. Okay. So, if I don't want history to repeat itself, I need to actually enter into conversations and listen to stories about history rather than just, it's more than facts and dates. Mm -hmm. Plus, if you're, you don't think yourself, you're not really interested in history, are you? Not so much. Okay. So, if I'm not
2: interested in history, I'm probably not going to be Googling historical events. So, you know, this could be an opportunity for you to get a new interest or find something that you like
1: about history um, and try a new topic. Well, I can definitely see your perspective, and <laughs> while I don't see myself getting a new hobby of <laughs> learning more about history, <laughs> this is hard, I, isn't it? Certainly, yeah. I, I'm like I do. I do see that there is value for mm-hmm. sure in knowing. You know, knowing where you live, knowing what happened before you, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. getting to hear the stories behind the events. Yeah. And all the historical sites you can visit, it's
0: more fun when you know why. Mm. That, that is good. a good point. That is a good that point. That is a very good point. Next okay. card. Let's keep it moving. We Let's do one more. Okay. Mm. Okay, pick another one. <laughs> okay. I don't think that homework should be a thing.
1: I feel it. Like she agrees with you. I do agree with you. Oh, dang you. it. Well, although I will say, if homework is a thing in high school, if homework is a thing in college, mm-hmm. if homework is the thing, like I do see that we kids do have to learn the habit. It just needs to be very, very, very slowly phased mm-hmm. in. We, we can't expect students to learn all day I mean mm-hmm. we teach all day mm-hmm. I mean, we teach all day we're exhausted mm-hmm. you know I mean think about how hard it is sometimes to go to that after school training mm-hmm. or to then go home and know you have to you know read this book or mm-hmm. look at this data before coming back to work sometimes you just need to unwind mm-hmm. so I think we have to have very realistic expectations when we're looking at kids in their ages and what we're expecting of them but I do understand needing to have mm-hmm. that habit because that is a skill you're gonna have to do a yeah, I agree with you and
2: I think the the thing that worries me the most about homework sometimes is if a student didn't know how to do the homework in yeah, class they're practicing and then they go wrong. home and then they're okay. practicing it the wrong way then it's not benefiting them
1: either. Yes.
0: Mhm. So so in this game, the aim was to keep open dialogue. And I feel like you guys got had a few minutes with each topic, even though it worked out that you actually <laughs> agreed a lot. So I don't know if we really vetted our um, game cards really well. But the point was is to know and to kind of monitor yourself and know your stories. And I feel like you guys did that. You knew this is not really a story that I'm going to find myself in a crucial conversation with. But you did do a good job of seeing the other's perspective mm-hmm. Keeping it safe and keeping the conversation open and moving. So it's time for a quick check. Hey, okay. email student support services at
2: ConnorISD.net. See the human instead of the problem for a prize.
1: Getting Mm -hmm. these emails just every time I open one, Mm -hmm. my heart just—I like the Grinch; it just grows three sizes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, someone is listening, and someone sent an email. And your comments are always so sweet. Yes. So, and so our whole team reads them. So please, it's a big celebration. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: So, after playing our game and kind of digging into what is what makes it a hard conversation, why is it such a hard knock life for Mm -hmm. us? um, Let's transition into. the the self-monitoring piece and the piece of seeing the person on the other side of the table. So when you're living your daily life, what age do you really feel? Do you feel the age you currently are or do you feel like a different version of yourself? How do you live? It depends on the day, and it depends (laughs) on the topic. (laughs) The same. Like, you know,
2: sometimes I feel my age, which I will not announce on this podcast. (laughs) Um, You're one of those. But, like, today I woke up, and I felt like I was 85 because Mm. I must have slept wrong, and I could barely move. Um, But, again, sometimes when we're in conversations that I'm very passionate about, I
0: can feel like I'm 12, Mm. 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I think, most of the time I walk around feeling like a 20-year-old. And I'm like, hey, oh,
1: sassy.
0: 20-year-old Bailey over yeah. here. And then I pass a mirror and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, she's 34. Mm. That's, that's that lady. I forgot. I am her. I think it, it's interesting to watch children, too, like my own kids at home. They will have moments where they're so very mature. And mm-hmm. you're like, wow, you are really leaning into your upcoming 11. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Look at you! I'm so proud of you. And then, in a split second, he's arguing with sister for the last Coke in the refrigerator, and it's getting nasty, Mm -hmm. you know. And so it's like, and there's your four-year-old self. It's back. I remember this moment as a parent. I've seen you do that thing before, and you're doing it again. So we all
1: are different ages. What age are you most of the time? Well, when I am with you guys at work, Mm -hmm. I am 95. What? Yes, because you're all very young, and I don't even want to. I'm going to say the word "hip." And so even by saying the word hip, I know. <laughs> um, and so I, I feel very old oh. uh, when I'm around you guys. Okay. Um, okay. But I when I see you, as that
2: yeah? Oh. Mm-hmm. I see you as hip. <gasps> yeah.
1: Thank you. That's hip just my day. Yeah. Now when I am around my family, mm-hmm. I when I'm with my brother. We are back to teenagers. Isn't that it's so, cool? so funny? We go right back into our old. And you bring it out in each other. Yes,
0: absolutely. So it, pattern of behavior, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So leaning into that, the reason I asked is, like, what we bring to the table, we have to, like we said, when in our quick check, you have to see the human instead of a problem, mm-hmm. and that human comes to the table or comes to the experience or comes to the conversation with their own lived experiences, mm-hmm. and we have no idea. Of how that has impacted them or what their wisdom is I within interacting acting with others or, like, what their emotional maturity is. You might you know? have a
2: four-year-old who has had more experiences than some people in their 20s. Exactly. And vice versa. You might have a 20-year-old who's mm-hmm. had very limited life experiences
0: mm-hmm. and um, the way you respond to them would have to be differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like... I heard a saying, or maybe it was a TikTok or a YouTube video or something someday, but I heard someone, or maybe it was a meme, I'm not sure, but it said, I am four. I am also seven. I am also 15. And I am 34. Mm -hmm. So I am all those versions of myself bundled up into one, and our experiences shape our emotional intelligence, but that intelligence and that maturity can ebb and flow just like you Mm -hmm. said it's the energy you bring with and you match it's like behavior matching Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna meet that other person where they are Mm -hmm. which is a good thing but you also need to be aware of that other person
1: and their experiences so I noticed this happens to it happened to me as a teacher sometimes I'm when I am with my I was with my seven-year-old child I found myself acting like a seven-year-old back to that (laughs) seven-year-old child and I had a moment of you are arguing with a seven-year-old this child is seven you are I was probably 25 at Mm -hmm. the time you are 25 and I had that moment of but but being in that moment, mm-hmm. there was that behavior matching yeah. that I, you know, and I think that's one of the toughest things about mm-hmm. being a teacher is mm-hmm. that you have to remind yourself constantly yeah. they are five, mm-hmm. they are 15. Think mm-hmm. about yourself as a 15-year-old. Yeah. But there's two points to that I think I want to make too
2: is, yes, they are five, but they're still a person yeah. Yeah. and their feelings, their opinions, their emotions, they are just as valid as ours. Mm-hmm. Just because they're small doesn't mean that all of that stuff doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to have a bad day. They are people. Yes. Yeah, and we can't hold 5-year-olds to a higher standards than we hold ourselves, right. and we hold other adults. Yeah. And but also in that conversation, I think it's important too to my friend she used to teach 5th grade math and she's one of those like really strict I we are total opposites of each other she would have been a great person to have in here um <laughs> so but she has a picture of herself when she was in fifth grade to remind herself to tone it down because mm. these kids are 11 yeah like treat they are they're little yeah. that's scary and you know but a
0: person is a person no matter how small yeah. they're still a person they're a person yeah so treat them like yeah. people and remember that they
2: don't they may not have the skills mm-hmm. to handle the situation mm-hmm. that we're in, assume mm-hmm. that they don't and teach them mm-hmm. um, instead of assuming that they're trying to be bad mm-hmm. or not do their work. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't know how.
0: Right. So you can't assume too much from others, but you need to just meet them where they are. And maybe it's yes. not that you behavior match and you meet them. It's that you're aware yes. that they're mm-hmm. not coming from the same place as you yes. or they're not entering with the same experiences mm-hmm. as you, and, and that's okay. But that's when, like we practiced earlier, you have to monitor yourself, find a mutual purpose, and keep it safe. Yes. Keep it safe. Mm-hmm. I guess it just is be present. hmm
2: Yeah. And I think... It's important, too, to remember when we're talking about students being people, whether they're 5 or 10 or 15, mm-hmm. is that we as an adult make mistakes, and they're going to make mistakes, and when I make a mistake, I would hope that somebody doesn't yell at me. I would hope that somebody would say, yeah, Lindsay, great, work on your face. It sounds like a good goal, <laughs> instead of, you know, you need to, yeah. I mean, that that conversation could have gone a lot differently, mm-hmm. um, but I think that we need to make our students, like let them know that we're humans. And if I did something, I'm yeah. going to apologize to you because whether you, you might be five, but I'm a person and you're a person and I did something wrong and okay. you deserve that apology. And
0: I need to model that. Right. Yes. 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 I like that. So if we all make mistakes just eat humble pie. Eat
2: humble pie.
0: And a good way to check yourself would be to ask yourself, if a student talked to you like that, would they be in trouble?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just because they're smaller, like you said, doesn't mean that we don't value their feelings or opinions. We need to identify the feeling before behavior mm-hmm. so that we can see them as human and enter into that tough moment or that conversation and handle it well instead of handling it poorly. Mm-hmm.
1: And if we want them to apologize for their mistakes, to mm-hmm. own their mistakes, to take responsibility, to be responsible humans, they can't get there without that. those teaching moments without that modeling Mm -hmm. from from us to be able to see this is how you handle Mm -hmm. an uncomfortable or crucial conversation right right
0: i think i I was listening to you and i can think of several adults in my personal life who i know don't have the same level of emotional maturity as some other adults i know Mm -hmm. and i know that after thinking through this conversation, because of the way the conversations always turn out, mm-hmm. it doesn't usually end well with particular people. Yes. and it's because emotions are high, and the skill set for meeting the person where they are, or you know, taking a step back and trying to keep it safe. Like some of these skills, those, these are good points to kind of keep in mind, no matter who you're in- engaging with yeah. and interacting with. But something that we all always need to work on, mm-hmm. and it's easy to get caught up. So I feel like we're kind of at the point where we can talk about our takeaways from yeah. today. Y'all? Yeah. What's Denise? your
1: takeaway, Denise? Um, I just, I love that a person is a person no matter how small. Like I need to, every interaction we have with everyone should always, I was thinking about um, something I heard from Jim Knight when um, I went to one of his trainings and he talked about that a conversation should should give life like people mm-hmm. people should walk away from a conversation feeling like it has benefited both of them mm-hmm. and so when you're having a conversation and and it's crucial because of any of right. those reasons i just need to keep in mind that this has to benefit both of, both us. of us everyone has Mutual to walk away yes
0: mm-hmm. that's a good point i think we've i i know i have had conversations where it feels like the life has been sucked out of yeah. me mm-hmm. and it's like oh my gosh i never want to do that again Um, But I had to do it, and so that was that. But I think that maybe is an indicator that it didn't go well Mm -hmm. because it it didn't go well. It didn't feel well. Mm It didn't feel good. (laughs) Um, I do think that there's a good recognition, too, to know just like from that my takeaway would be is to know when it matters, and that's Mm -hmm. when you lean into it. And if it matters, then you want it to go well. Mm -hmm. Um, But be careful not to find yourself in an argument and the story you tell yourself is yeah. is that this is a crucial conversation when it isn't it's mm-hmm. just you and your ego trying to win a battle
1: mm-hmm.
0: then that that's not a good exercise for you mm-hmm. and and the other person that could be that could jeopardize a relationship
2: yeah
0: good um i think my biggest
2: takeaway from today is just knowing the why behind a conversation and are my actions and my words going to get me to what I ultimately want? Are they going to send me on a different path where everyone leaves this conversation feeling icky and and we don't find a resolution and no one's happy? And just to kind of monitor myself
0: better. Yeah. It all started with fix your face. And look, <laughs> you, your face was excellent throughout this whole conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> so beautiful so if you haven't listened to our previous episodes check them out next time we will be discussing a student-led classroom and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're planning on having some guest speakers again yes. um, I'm very excited about that they're amazing teachers yes. um, remember if you have an idea or a question about what you've heard feel free to ask your student support services coach also if you have a question but want to remain anonymous you can always ask Sam the
2: contact link can be found in our monthly student support newsletter, and all submissions are completely anonymous.
1: And that's it. Okay, Thank you for for Cheers. 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 <laughs> Next time I want a matching cup. Okay.